<clears throat> well, welcome back to the podcast. It's been, <clears throat> well, it's been about a month or so, and uh, excuse me, and we are excited to bring you another lesson in our series on David. And this time we're going to get to meet the main character of the story as he is finally introduced. And so, yeah. Yes. Uh, David's story uh, has a lot of depth and we want to make sure that we do it justice when we teach it and really cover all the key themes and elements and things that are happening throughout the entire book uh, of Samuel. Yeah, exactly. So uh, before we have Mike give a recap of all he talked about in his lesson recently, we just want to quickly remind all of you where the series has taken us so far. Our first lesson in this series introduced Saul as a character and the nation of Israel as a character. And so those are kind of the two and Samuel a bit as well. But those were sort of the two main characters we looked at in our last series. These characters are very closely closely related because Israel at this point is ignorant of how to be faithful to the covenant of God. And quite honestly, Israel is ignorant of that throughout most of the Old Testament. Correct. But they're ignorant of how to be faithful to God and they're choosing of Saul and celebrating him becoming the king really encapsulates this idea or this ignorance. Saul, as we discovered, is dishonest and selfish and prideful, and he just makes mistake after mistake after mistake during his time as king. So we looked at a couple specific things Saul did as king that really shows his character flaws. And the worst part of all isn't that Saul had a lot of character flaws. But the fact that in spite of those character flaws, he refused to acknowledge and take responsibility for his mistakes, which leads us to one of the key themes of this lesson in this entire series. And we're going to talk about that more later, that God opposes the proud and exalts the humble. And so that's kind of where we went this last time uh, we did a lesson on this. And so without further ado, Mike, would you give us a summary of everything you talked about? Yes. Uh, so we... Uh, we had the recap of uh, the previous characters, and now we are introduced to uh, the main focus of our story, which is David. Um, and David was a, a king with a very humble beginning. Um, he was not the sought-out king that Israel was looking for. Um, in fact, that when he was uh, anointed to be king, he was overlooked by all of his brothers. Um, Samuel comes. Um, you know, looking for the next king. Um, and uh, he goes to Jesse and he's picking out his sons um, and he's looking for a king that is supposed to be just, or Jesse is thinking that Samuel's looking for a king that's just like Saul. So he picks his sons mm -hmm. that are tall, that are mm -hmm. strong, that are yeah. warriors. Um, and God's telling Samuel, no, no, not, not him, not him, not, not that guy. Cause we're not looking at the outer appearance. We're looking at the heart. Um, and Jesse's like, well, I got the shepherd boy uh, in the back. In the back. <laughs> He's you ready, I guess. If, if you really want me, go get him. <clears throat> and Samuel's like, yeah, go get him. Um, and he anoints him as king. And uh, what's interesting is that uh, David, when he gets anointed as king, he, he takes the humble role of a servant, uh, even though he's destined to yeah. be king at this point, yeah. which... You know, if any of us know that we're about to be, I think of the Lion King. When Simba knows that he's yeah. about to be king, he is pretty annoying. He is yeah. so annoying. He goes to his uncle and he's like, ha ha, like I'm the next king. And it's it's just a bad look all over. Um, but David is uh, is the opposite of that, right? He he takes the humble position of a servant mm -hmm. to uh, current the king, current yeah. king, 
um, and serves um, under him and earns his favor, uh, which is quite nice. And then uh, as the story progresses, uh, you know, the, uh, they're still struggling with the Philistines because, you know, they weren't obeying God in the first place. So they're mm-hmm. still being oppressed by them. And, and David goes out and he's like, you know what, I can, I can fight these guys. And they're like, you're a youth, like, right. you, you know, you're a little boy. What do you, what are you going to do? Uh, this guy, Goliath, who's their, you know, prized warrior, he's literally nine feet tall and, his one of his legs weighs more than two of your body. Like how how's yeah. that gonna work? And David uh, ends up defeating him, and that's kind of like just a brief. You know, there's way more detail, but we'll get into that with some of our questions uh, that Nick's gonna ask. So that's kind of the gist of our story. He comes. Uh, David goes from this humble little shepherd boy to a, a great king who's able to defeat. You know. Yeah. The greatest of enemies and he has a lot of triumphs along the way Correct. most famous one is he kills a giant with a sling and stone so, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah who does that so okay uh yeah and so right now at this point we'll kind of do some follow-up questions amen 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 all right with it. uh so you sort of started your lesson by making a key underlying point for the entire book of samuel and that's what what you did was you compared the character of samuel saul and david and so what would you say? Could you tell us a bit more about that comparison? All right. So there, Samuel and David are, I wouldn't say closely aligned, but they're, they're both men of God, right? <laughs> and Saul guess. is not. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's the first point that you kind of say. Um, Samuel was seemingly the only one who thought it was a bad idea to have a king. Um, everyone wanted a king. They were like the the kids in the candy store that yeah. saw other kids getting candy and, yeah. you know, tugging on their mom's shirt to get them some candy. Mom, that's, mom, he has some. candy. I want I'm not his mom. That's, I mean, <laughs> he's like, listen, you get this candy, you're going to spoil your dinner. Like, you know, like that's, that's uh, Samuel. He's like the dad. He's, he's the, he's the rational thinker here. Mm-hmm. Uh, which he ends up being right. And Samuel is a wise, uh, he's a wise, he's a prophet. He's yeah. wise, you know, yeah. uh, Saul, who's our, you know, antagonist, I guess, of the story yeah. is uh, the perfect surface level guy, right? He checks all the boxes in appearance and stature, uh, but in terms of actual character, he's a complete train wreck. He is a mess. He's he's awful, right? He's mm-hmm. just one of the worst guys that you can imagine. And then you have David, and as we've uh, said before, he's the anti-Saul. So uh, on paper, he's not you know, the guy that you want to look towards, but, you know, in reality, he yeah, succeeds right. in every way that Saul fails. He's, he's a man of humble character. He's a great guy. And so those yeah. are kind of the three different character arcs that we're looking at and that we've looked at throughout this yeah. book. And so just sort of looking at it from the story's perspective, you say like, yes, yeah, Samuel and David are like the good guys. Right. Samuel makes some mistakes, but even he has a lot of redeeming qualities. Right. Saul doesn't seem to have any. No. Like as a story, it's just like, don't be this guy. Don't be Saul. To the point where like that's like the punchline of the entire story. Don't be like this guy. <laughs> don't be Saul. Samuel's all right. David's obviously really good. Samuel's all right, but Saul is like, no. <laughs> never, ever, ever. Okay. Don't be Saul. Uh, this sort of this sort of feeds off this next question off the title of your lesson. Your title was Greatness from Small Beginnings. Is that what Sigparfus Magna yes, got very it? Nice. From, very um, nice. Uncharted. Very nice. Talk yes. about that during the lessons. Um, tell us about the scene 
where Samuel anoints David. All the, that whole sort of episode. Um, so uh, the s- story emphasizes how David is seemingly a nobody. Um, he's basically the the. It's like the Gideon. He's like Gideon. You know, yeah. Gideon's like the the lowest man on the totem pole. The lowest tribe, man in the, in the family. And, and yeah. that's David. Um, the like the Bible depicts him as as being, you know, having pretty eyes. You know, like it. It just he doesn't seem mm-hmm. like a king or a warrior in any yeah. sort of way. Um, and they're going and Samuel was still searching for the wrong characteristics, right? So he's going, he's looking for that, you know, strong, tall guy that looks like he can just stare at somebody and kill him. Um, and yeah, that's not what as if you didn't learn your lesson, right. like that's why you liked Saul and. <laughs> You want another Saul? Is right. that a Saul's bad? a bad guy. Why are you looking for another bad guy? Um, and God is telling him by rejecting all of Jesse's sons. He's telling him, "No, you don't want Saul. You don't. Want, you don't want another Saul." And he picks this guy. No, David. we need a better Saul. Right. It's like, no, that's not going to solve your issue. You need a, right. diff- a completely different a approach. Completely different person. Completely, totally different. And so they go around and and basically they're they're. Uh, <laughs> They're doing what we do instinctively. I talked about this during my lesson. We, we look for certain characteristics, and those things uh, aren't always uh, important, and they're not always the best. So you can take uh, five guys that play fundamental basketball and aren't exactly the most athletic, but they have the fundamentals down. You can take those five guys, and you can almost defeat anyone, as opposed yeah. to five like really tall, athletic you know, they look like yeah. they can play the part, but they're all hard-headed and don't want to be coached. They don't know how to play, yeah. And they don't know how to play. So um, the picking uh, is is very funny because he's he's the, he's the last pick. He's the last pick. Well, he wasn't even allowed was, to be picked He wasn't even, yeah, he wasn't even he was in, in the, the lineup. He, yeah. was, he was somewhere else. Like, they were like, they had to go send for him. Jesse is bringing out all of his sons, and he didn't even – Bear to mention that David is. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, how did that family meeting go over? Like, all right, guys, the prophet's gonna come and he's gonna pick hopefully one of you boys to yeah. be the next king. And so you guys, get, David will be like, oh, and they're all like, who, you know, is it gonna be me? Is it gonna be <laughs> David's like, oh, is it gonna be me? And he's like, I don't know. No, David, you're not gonna. Come. Like you, you you're not. Go, David, are you serious? You're go, obviously not gonna. Go be. tend to your sheep. And yeah, you'll you be do, fine. do your sheep thing. And then what's funny is he gets called back. It's like, Wait, yeah. Bro, you might. You know, I would have been talking. <laughs> he gets called. Like, oh, back. he didn't like any. Oh, oh I guess I'll let him take a look at guess me. Guess I'm the next king. Guess it's up to me. But no, David. Uh, I mean, that's kind of. And he doesn't do that. Right. He's also, that's kind of our lesson, right? He doesn't do that. He has every right to be that way, right? He, I mean, they literally send him off and have to bring him back because he's the guy, and he's he's like, okay, all right, well, yeah, I guess I'll be a servant. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, it's awesome how he humbly accepts his new role as the next appointed king. Right. And so that's kind of our next question that you just kind of answered. How does David handle his new authority, his new position as the next anointed king? And so he kind of and takes on kind of the role that Jesus also takes on, the role of a servant, right? Uh, Jesus talks about how oh, yeah. the, the greatest of these will be a servant. And that's the, exactly what David does. He doesn't go... Um, and try to make himself uh, the head honcho or make himself second in command and saying like, okay, I'm the next king. So that means I have a little bit of authority. 
um, because you're going to be listening to me anyway. So you, you play the well, heart for me. So right, yeah. you might as well get used to it, you know, because I'm the next king. So let's no. let's start, you know, getting you ready. He doesn't do that. He, he takes on the role of a servant as if he's not even next in line, as yeah. if he's just a regular guy. Um, and he plays the harp uh, for Saul to kind of, you know, calm him, soothe him, which is kind of nice. Uh, and then he's also his armor bearer. So he's, you know, he's just. I think there's something to that, like in terms of leadership, whenever people get excited about being put in leadership positions because they want the authority that typically comes with leadership. And so obviously becoming king comes with all authority in that kingdom. And David just wasn't concerned with that authority. He was more concerned about obeying God and being a good leader in that way. Right. And and also something to that. We we talked about this. Saul doesn't know this is happening, right? Saul's, <laughs> Saul's ignorant of it, yeah. And so he doesn't know that David is the next anointed king, and so he thinks he's just hiring a, a just a regular servant, yeah. In, in his mind, and David is acting that part. <laughs> he's, he's it's almost like an undercover boss episode where like right. the CEO of the company is there as a minimum wage guy and. Uh, Managers being a jerk, bossing him around, <laughs> telling him to scrub the toilets. Yeah. And at the end, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, you work for way. me. And you're fired. But, By the you know, way, David is humble about it. David is so, yeah. so humble about it. It's, it's an awesome thing. I mean, I wish we could display those same qualities. And that's something to aspire towards. Yeah. Those same qualities that David had. Um, All right. Well, let's talk a bit about the three themes of our series here. The three themes are. Despite human evil, God is at work. God has promised he will raise up a messianic king. And God opposes the proud and exalts the humble. So each theme is present in this story, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about that a little bit going yeah. forward. Yeah. So, I, know, I mean, I know this, the third one is like the most tailored theme to this Correct. God opposes the practices. Like every single story we see is going to be Saul or Israel or someone or Goliath in this story being prideful and God just bringing them low. <laughs> right. Well, to death. To below, death. Yeah. Below, below the ground. Below death. Yeah. Six feet under. <laughs> and David, more more often than not, just showing humility and trust in God and that paying off for him. Right. While the other two are sort of really overarching Old Testament themes. Correct. God working for good and uh, the Messianic King, obviously right. a big one. Okay. Can you tell us a bit more about David in comparison to Saul? So we, we're going to keep saying this. David is the anti-Saul. David is, is very starkly contrasted against, uh, against Saul here. Um, it might be a, more appropriate to say that Saul is the anti-David because yeah. David is a character that yeah. you're, <laughs> you're supposed to emulate. So you want to be David. You don't want to be Saul. Right. Um, it's to the point where you almost can't uh, make up how, in contrast, the two of them, like you can't make it up. Like this is, it's so. It's almost like, it sounds like it's a fiction it's story. It's so yeah. different. Um, like it, it's, it's very, it's very different. Like uh, here, let me tell you a story about how uh, there was this big, tall, handsome man who everyone loved and how big and tall he was. And then there was one day it was even bigger and taller guy showed up to try to fight him but he was too scared because he wasn't big or, or tall enough right so that's goliath saul yeah. is a big tall guy and, and he, he thinks he's hot a bigger stuff. taller it's a bigger and taller guy than even he was um 
And so the true hero wasn't the big or tall guy who arrived to save the, the day because, you know, he was, it was David. David is described mm-hmm. as like a youth, like he's a teenager. He's probably all of maybe six foot, you know, if he's. Oh, there's no 16, way. They 17. were so much shorter. <laughs> but he was like that, five, right? four. Um, five, four guy, blue eyes, plays the harp, right? Like what? This is not, nerd, you know, yeah. this is, yeah, this is a nerd. You don't want to, yeah, he's not going to fight in battles, but God is saying he doesn't care about the height or size. And he wasn't, David wasn't scared. Because um, he didn't care about it. He, he didn't care about that. It wasn't about that. It's about the trust in God. Um, showing that you trust God enough to to go and fight these bigger, taller guys than you, um, and that's that's a big character. I know. I know we use a lot of basketball analogies, but it's like when you're on the freshman team and you're a freshman and you're six two, you're really tall, and so you can just sort of shoot over every single person you play. Right. And then you, and then you make it up to varsity, and there's six 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 seven six eight. Kids. Everybody else is that tall and or taller. Your one move doesn't work. Not at all. That's Saul. Yeah. His one move was, I'm bigger, taller, better looking than everyone. One so trick pony. Should, yeah. And then, yeah, lo and behold, there are bigger, taller, stronger people than you, Saul. Yeah. Now what? No, it's not, it's not about you got to have another arrow in your quiver. And he didn't. And that's why he needed David. That's why Israel needed David. Right. Yeah. And, and it, it shows God's power, right? That It's not about the, that specific person. It's not about you, Saul. It's about... Yeah. the people of God and I you know I'm using I'm using you to to defeat them but if you're going to be arrogant and think that you're doing it then I'm going to pick somebody that's bigger and taller and you're not going to be able to fight them because you're not trusting in me you're not using my power you're not using um, what I have in store for you yeah and so that goes in goes into even more this is the next question written down here Go more into David's motivation as to why he wasn't scared to fight the tallest man ever, nine foot tall man. And we kind of have answered that, but. Um, he, he's just, he has this radical trust in God, right? Like, so Saul being scared, um, when David's like, Hey, I'm going to go fight this guy. Right. I, 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 I'm going to do it in the name of the Lord. I'm going to defeat him. Right. So I was like, all right, so at least take some armor with you. And he, yeah. he sticks his armor on this no. kid. And it's like, man, this doesn't fit me. Like, I haven't tested this out. I've never worn this before in my life. It's not even mine. Uh, it's heavy. It's 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 cumbersome. It's like, no, right? And David's like, I don't need all this, right? All I need is that, that all I need is God. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go out here and do this with God's help. And and to the point where he's even talking trash to Goliath. Yeah. Right? He goes out there and he runs up to him and, you know, Goliath's like, wow, are you, what does he say? Are you a, am I a dog that you, you taunt me with sticks? Right. Yeah. Like, like that's crazy. And David's like, listen, I'm going to be, I'm going to beat you in the name of the Lord. I'm yeah. Cut off your head. <laughs> you feed, feed your body to, 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 the, feed your body birds to the, the birds of the air. Like this is, this is what's going to happen. Runs up to him, ready to fight. And it's like, wow. That is some type of trust because a yeah. lot of, like Saul, the big strong guy, Mister, you know, get his tail between his legs, right? Mister Muscles is like, mm, I can't do it, you know. And all of his people are following suit, right? The same people are like, mm, yeah, well, if Saul can't do it, I can't do it either. Yeah. Um, and this little shepherd boy is ready to do it. He's yeah. he's he's all about it. He, he wants that smoke from from Goliath, uh, and he's confident. He's confident in yeah. God. Not himself. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess that's he says that God delivered me from the mouth of the lion. He will deliver me from this foe. Right. I mean, he's been there before. And and that's and that, that's overshadowed, right? God has protected him against. I mean, these aren't his enemies per se, but God has protected him against evil, against things that are great, right? Yeah. Um, against. I mean, yeah, these are animals, but it's still like a lion is bigger. And stronger and faster than yeah. in than a human, than a human, any human, any human right? It's, except for right, except for you. He's not faster. Right? He's not faster because you can be. I can be a dog. Any any animal. I right? can basically beat any animal. Right, cheetah, dog. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I can probably be a car. Maybe, <laughs> maybe even a car. Yeah, on a, I think I can be a car. on a good day. Yeah. Once you stretch, yeah, if, stretch. if you stretch, right? So. But yeah, so you get that. Like God is helping David. Um, in this way that is bigger than himself, he's helping him defeat things that are, are that are seemingly impossible. Um, if you just have, he just has the trust, and so yeah, he's delivered me out of the mouth of the lion. Yeah, this this is cake. This is God's gonna do the same thing, um, and that confidence is so so awesome to see. And I wish we had it. I wish something, wish that's something that we could do, um, and be that way. Uh, you talked about three key takeaways. Don't judge a book by its cover. Trust in God and he'll provide and stay humble and God will exalt. And I know there's quite a bit of overlap between those and our three themes. Yes. But uh, anything else you want to say to build off those three points? Um, yeah. So it's so instinctive for us to, to for, especially the first point, don't judge the book by its cover. It's so instinctive for us to do that. We, I talk about like you, you go out and you almost do anything where you have to pick people mm-hmm. that you want. You're going to pick them based off of certain attributes that you see off of the surface and those don't always work out i mean look at saul right we we keep talking about it but that's that's saul surface level he looks great you know then you dig a little deeper and you get to where the rubber meets the road it's like all right saul here's goliath you're our king. You're mm-hmm. the person that's supposed to be helping us to defeat <laughs> yeah, our enemies. You, you got to fight him. Go so. ahead. And he's like, nah, oh, I'm, I'm too scared. But what, what? What is this about? Like, right? And so um, we have to be able to kind of look deeper, right? Look, try to look at people's heart, their intentions, what, what yeah. their morals are, things that are a little bit deeper than that surface level of uh, just their outward appearances. Um, and then trust in God, he will provide, right? Um, you know, that's that's the type of heart we're looking for. Someone who trusts in God, who's able to uh, just completely trust in him and not have any questions. David never questions whether yeah. or not God is going to, how God is going to do it or what he's going to do. He just, he just climbs aboard, climbs aboard rides the wave, right? And so we're looking for, yeah. for that type of people. And then the hump, humility, right? David never was any type of arrogant or prideful uh, himself, right? Uh, he took on the role as the next appointed king uh, with grace and said, all right, well, I'm the next appointed king, but I'm gonna, I'm not gonna let it change me. I'm still the same David I was when I was herding sheep. Yeah. I'm, I'm no different. Uh, don't treat me any different uh, and we'll, we'll be fine. As opposed to, you know, being that person that kind of went out. I'm, I'm the next king. Bow switch, down to switch me. Switch up on him. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to me now, you know. Yeah. That's, and so the, these three themes will 
continue to come back, we'll we'll visit them again. And so you'll you'll be seeing them as we continue um, our story of David, uh, even when you know David ends up doing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Which we'll see in the next couple. Yeah, several times. I'm sure. here. So, all right. Any uh, any uh, closing regards you want to make here for the? Uh, no, I just uh, it's it's awesome to be able to have another series that we can start. I, I love teaching you you guys about you know different themes and things of the Old Testament that we can look at and and as Walt would say, glean from. Yeah, we can certainly <laughs> we can certainly glean. From. Yeah, of course we can glean from yeah. these stories. And yeah. obviously to Nick, uh, he's awesome guy to kind of pair up and partner with these yeah. lessons. Awesome. I, I love that. So, so thank yeah. you, Nicholas. Yeah, actually. Thank you. Mm. To me. You can't, just <laughs> say, you can't say thank you to my thank you. It doesn't make any sense. Thank you to me. I have another. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, agreed. So thank you guys for listening. Um, as always, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, well, Twitter. That's, that's if they're up because you know well, that, well yeah facebook and instagram certainly went down <laughs> yesterday mark zuckerberg took the week off <laughs> took the l man you gotta pay the bills so uh, we'll catch you next time on our next podcast on the flippity flip <laughs>